Hi, everybody. Welcome back. You are joining us for another episode of Brave Conversations. Conversations. I am April. And I'm Autumn. And honestly, we are happy to have you guys back. This is actually not another episode. It's more so like a a post episode, a follow up episode. Right. Um, to our first episode, Out of Whack. Did you listen to it? I hope so. Yeah. If you didn't, you're going to be confused, baby. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) So last week we were talking about, or we were asking the question, what do you do when your mind is out of whack? When things are out of whack, your thoughts are just all over the place. We talked a little about, a little bit about how that uh, affects us. Uh, what right. does that look like, you know, for, for us individually? And I shared my testimony. Absolutely. You preached, you preached. <laughs> um, and then what do you do to get things back in order? Right. So this follow-up episode is really bringing others into this brave conversation. So we... We're hoping that you guys listened. Hopefully. And then you would leave your questions, thoughts, comments. Concerns. Yeah. Anything relating to that topic. And uh, we got one response, this brave conversationalist. Yeah. A little bit of engagement there. Yeah. They are in their early 20s. They are currently in college. And uh, we will be using... Um, they, them, I, me pronouns to keep their identity unknown, like they requested. Yes, we keep that serious. And so although we really do promote everybody being um, brave and open and honest, we understand that that may come in a different shade or a different uh, form for everybody. So if you're ever requesting to remain anonymous, please understand that we will absolutely honor that. And we're just excited and happy that this person felt that they had something to add to this conversation and something to share. Yes. So without further ado, let's get into it. Okay, y'all, we have exciting news or the most dreadful news depending um, on depending on who's listening um mr fly y'all is deceased mm. he was killed mm. i can't even tell y'all what day a couple of days ago don't oh, remember. i think it was more than that yeah it was, i feel like it was actually i think he died like the day right after we got done recording mm-hmm. last episode if you don't know who we're talking about, Mr. Fly was mentioned in the past episode, so go ahead and take a listen if you want to know the ins and outs. Yeah, sort of an intruder. Yeah. I think he was just trying to come in to escape the heat. It's yeah. Pretty, it's pretty hot out there. But, you know, and, and we allowed him to do that for a couple of days. Yeah. But he just got a little Did bit we? too comfortable. Was we allowing him? You're he right. was evading us. <laughs> you're right. You're right. We tried to get him, but mm-hmm. this he was scrappy. He was a yeah, fighter, but uh, he lost that battle. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, back to the episode. Absolutely. 
Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and read this very brave person's comment to the first episode. And here it goes. The way I handle things don't work for me. I just don't know what else to do. I kind of just keep going until some things are over and then the next thing happens. And I just wait for things that are overwhelming me to be over or something. It's kind of what I've been conditioned to do. I've done this forever. I just keep going. I feel like I don't have time to process, time to heal or whatever. Like now, I'm a bit emotional over a memory I'm writing about for homework. At the time, I was dealing with a breakup with my ex. The day I found out we were done, I went on an interview. Then I started the first meeting of an organization I am the head of, and I possibly did more all on that same day. I don't see doing all things, or I don't see doing all those things as admirable because I'm not allowed to just have a bad day. I'm not allowed to feel and actually help put myself together. And that's not my only example. I am like this with almost every situation that comes up. I may react a little when it happens, but I just suck it up and put on a face. I've had to do this since I was little, and I still do it to this day with deeper issues. And so it just bleeds into how I am. And honestly, I hate it because it prolongs issues and healing. I'm also just used to having to do a lot. Like now, I got too much homework to really deal with stuff. I don't like to work. I don't like to work so much. I would like to have more time for me and stuff. I'm just trying to do stuff to help me to get where I want to be for the most part. I have this mindset that if I have a better life where I am doing what makes me happy, I won't feel those bad emotions anymore. It's what keeps me going. That ends the comment. Mm -hmm. That's a lot to unpack right there. Yeah. And that is so brave. Thank you for that. I do. I really thank you for engaging in this conversation. Um, Again, I want to just kind of point out that no one person has uh, all the answers. Right. So this is just an open dialogue, an open conversation for us to share our thoughts, comments, emotions as we're all sharing with each other. Mm -hmm. And I think one important thing to note is that this commenter actually made a statement prior to what I just read, which was that they kind of made a statement about they don't think that they're the best person to even answer the question. Yeah. To, to answer the question, what do you do when your when your mind is out of whack? They, they thought that they couldn't answer it because they, their way of dealing with things is not healthy. Right. And I think they said that in the beginning, like, right. uh, I don't like the way I deal with things. And so right. let me make this disclaimer uh, or not disclaimer, but let me say this. When you are expressing your own personal thoughts, 
about your own personal life, you are always the best person. Yes. To, to, to speak on that mm-hmm. and to talk about that. So let's, let's get that um, out there. Um, I mean, like I said, this is a lot to unpack. I have some things to say. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Um, again, I, I believe this person is a, is a college student. I think mm-hmm. we mentioned that yes. and early twenties. Yes. And so, um, I think that I have to point out that, um, it, it may seem like as I'm reading, as I was reading this, I, I kind of, I heard the struggle. Mm-hmm. I definitely heard the struggle in this comment. Um, but I couldn't help but to think that as much as this person may think that they don't have things together, I could also, not only did I relate to this, but I also felt like, oh, I'm not going to say it doesn't get any better. It does. Yeah. I feel like we can always get better. But at the same time, this person doesn't realize just how much, how basic to life that is for a lot of us this mm-hmm. process that they're going through um how one thing is 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 before other things are really able to drop off their plate other things are piling up on their plate oh so you're saying that's like that's just that's basically like how life goes basically. yeah it is it mm-hmm. is and it's it, and it's such an unfortunate occurrence but i i i do believe and, and again this may not be everybody's life mm-hmm. but i i definitely resonated to what this person was saying um and thinking to myself as I'm reading like oh yeah such is life you know that that is kind of how it goes and this person may not think I'm trying my best not to use pronouns and things because we do want to keep this person anonymous but um as much as they may feel like they don't um they don't have things together there's something that was said to me um, actually by my mother years ago when I was a teen, I, I believe I was maybe 19, 20 or, or something um, around that age. And I was completely overwhelmed uh, and overcome just by, uh, by life. Obviously I was a mother mm-hmm. at that time <laughs> with a very young autumn. And that is yet to be seen, but I'm oh. just joking. Oh. <laughs> like, um, you know. So, uh, but no, seriously. So, and I, I'll never forget. Um, if anybody knows me, I'm a very deep person, and I do a lot of self reflection, um, and self correction, and just you know, self thought, and all this very, type of stuff. You're very self aware. Yeah. yeah, and um. And my mom knowing this, and I can tell that even in that moment, as I was feeling this heaviness of life and everything that I was facing in that moment of my life, I could tell that she was struggling for something to say to someone like me, who is almost like a natural Mm self-motivator. Right. And so she, in her struggling to try to find the words, she just simply says to me, "Um, April, you know something, no matter what comes your way? You just keep going. Yeah. And it was just that simple. That's all she said. But when I tell you that kind of encouraged me because it was a reminder to me that in spite what I was facing and going through in that moment, that I was going to keep going. 
Yeah. So I brought that up to say to this person that at least that part of what you're saying. Yeah. I just the fact that they they just keep going. That's, yeah. I think that was the words that they use. They keep going. Yeah. Said that I just keep going. I don't know. I don't have time to process things. And that part, I think, is a almost like a, a tool sharpening thing. Right. That's mm-hmm. something that we learn to get better at as we continue to go. Right. Um, as how to learn how to take a beat. How to learn how to take that moment to process. And it's something that we're still learning. I'm still learning. I can tell you that much. And but the part of just I just keep going. I just keep going. I honestly and this is just my two cents on it. I, I don't see the fault in that. Yeah, I don't I don't think there's really a fault in keeping like keep continue going, because like you said, that's life. I think the the fault comes in and correct me if I'm wrong, if you're going in, in this t- direction, the fault comes in is the fact that you don't take that little short time to process because. I feel like if you don't process your emotions, those emotions can cause even more problems as you keep going. And we don't you already have like spontaneous problems because life you don't you can't predict what's going to go wrong in your life. But I feel like if those emotions are like catalysts for more problems on top of that. Well, our emotions and I think that's why I was lead, I was reminded of a quote to um there's a quote that I like to use often and I apologize. I'm not sure where this quote originated from. So if I'm not giving credit to someone, you know, I love me some quotes. And so people need the credit for quotes. Um, But I apologize. I do not know the origin of this quote, but it, and I'm probably at living. I'm not really um, saying the quote like verbatim, but it goes something like you are moving in the direction of your strongest thoughts. Mm. Our emotions do control our thoughts. And I think that's the whole that that's kind of the the subject matter that we were talking about. Like, what do you do when uh, things are out of whack? You know, in your mind, your thoughts are like all over the place. And so um, I think the reason why it's important, even if you can't physically take a beat, like physically go off somewhere and allow yourself to process the things that you're facing and the things that you're going through. The reason why it's important is that eventually that thing will consume you. If your thoughts are not going in the right direction that you intend for them to go, or if your emotions uh, get the best of you so much that it is taking you to a dark place. Right. Um, Because we then know that then that's where you then go where those thoughts and those uh, emotions are taking you. And once you hit that dark place, it's just like a whole domino effect of like each domino is a problem. And that's what I meant by not dissecting those emotions, keeping those emotions there can cause even more problems Mm -hmm. above life problems. Correct. I mean, on top of life problems. Yeah. Cause we're always going to have like off days or even off weeks sometimes. But I think where the problem comes in is that, when there's no reprieve from that mm-hmm. a, a day becomes a week and a week becomes months and months becomes years and you're just constantly trapped uh you know in the struggle of of your mind and I think that's when to me for me personally that's when it would signal to me you're in trouble yeah you're in real trouble it's not not because they've come not because I have moments where I'm out of whack it's when it's consistent. Yeah. 
and I can't seem to break through. Um, and that's where it becomes. And I think that, again, speaking of self-awareness, I think that's where that really comes into play, where you can really have an honest dialogue with yourself. To say this is not going right. Yeah, it, it really takes a lot of self-awareness to know when you need a break. Mm-hmm. And it even takes a lot of self-control for the for those people who who live off working I feel like you know it's people out there who who like consume their lives with work just to keep busy and that is a hard cycle to break but you're gonna have to physically fight not Mm -hmm. physically fight it's like a mental battle to pause and be like okay I need maybe two hours to set aside to myself just go in a room or somewhere where you feel comfortable Maybe even turn off the lights if you like one of those, if you like me who just likes to sit in the dark sometimes Mm -hmm. and just relax. Do something that really relaxes you or just sit there and think, talk to yourself. That's what Mm -hmm. I'm I'm not afraid to say. I talk to myself. Oh, absolutely. On purpose. It's not like, oh, oh, I should stop talking. You know how some people just talk to themselves. They don't even realize it. I actively on purpose talk to myself. I'll be using third person pronouns and everything, (laughs) y'all. And that I find that that really helps me relax and like kind of centers me and it helps. I promise it does. And it, it sounds like it don't, but it, it helps. For yeah. Me. I mean, I like the way. So when you, when you do that, do you talk all out to yourself? I mean, if, if you have to, if, cause I know that's a struggle for people to talk in their head, but if you have to, then do it. I yeah. mean, you by yourself, nobody's there. No, I was just, I was asking cause I realized that I actually, I talk to myself too, but it is in my head. I talk mm-hmm. a lot in my head and I am able to process those thoughts as they're going For on. For me, it's head. a mix. Sometimes I do talk out loud. If I'm like, if my mind is really out of whack, like I just can't have a simple thought. It's just thoughts coming at me full speed. I start to talk to myself out loud cause I hope that that really helps just like pause everything. Mm-hmm. But if it's just like, if I'm just stressing out a little bit, I talk in my head. Yeah. And of course, I think we both, but I can talk for myself. I'm a writer. Mm-hmm. And so for the most part, um, and Autumn knows and anybody that lives with me knows that I have books. Yeah. Many books of, I guess, journals. I don't know why it, it's hard for me to say that, that it's a journal, but you guys, I write, I write my thoughts down a lot. And, <laughs> and sometimes they're all over the place. Meaning at one point, if you're reading an entry, it could be just pure raw thoughts. And then the next moment it's me quoting a book or, or scripture yeah, or something like that. And it's just like, wait a minute, what is this book? What is this book about? Is this a, for, I'm the opposite. I guess I'm like the polar opposite. Cause I'm not a writer. I'm a reader. And Mm. that is how I escape or I center myself. I put myself in a whole different world because that's what happens when you read stories. It's a whole different world, um, whole different set of characters, a whole different life. And I find that to be very uh, healing for me to be able to like be an outsider on someone else's life, whether it be made up or real. So, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just, you know, like I said, there was a lot to unpack in this comment. And I'm actually happy that, um, you know, this was the only engagement that that we got from that first episode, which is OK. I'm, I'm yeah. perfectly fine with this. You know, you have to start somewhere. And um, 
I'm actually happy we can we can use this follow up episode to really focus on this brave person mm-hmm. and this commenter. But I want to um, kind of hint something that this person said towards the end of their comment, which is um, I have this mindset that if I have a better life where I'm doing what makes me happy. Yeah. I won't feel those bad emotions anymore. Yeah. I want to touch on that myself. So I'm going to, it's what first. keeps me going. Yeah. Wow. I or, mean, again, I'm like, did I write this? Who is this? <laughs> <laughs> um, but again, this is a, this is a young early twenties college student, um, that left this comment. And so, um, it's, it's, that part about I have this mindset um, that if I have a better life where I'm doing what makes me happy. I mean, there's you're not off. Mm-hmm. You're not you're not wrong about that. I think that's all of our our hopes is that we can just do things that yeah, that's, that that's bring us happiness currently and that bring us joy. But if I do have to insert a little bit of my age and um, into this, then I would say the only part that that I would caution if this was myself and just knowing what I know now is um just that little part that says that and then I won't feel the bad emotions anymore Mm -hmm. because I did have once upon a time that if I had this and if I was doing this that you know would would make me happier or that would eliminate all of this other stuff then I did have the the thought that maybe then I wouldn't feel certain things or, you know, certain struggles with me going on. And I tell you at each t- corner, at each corner you turn, it presents new challenges. It presents new challenges. And so I don't think that there is any level of enjoyment, fulfillment, happiness that could ever subdue um, hardships, our sad emotions. Mm. or our sad thoughts about particular things in our lives. Um, I think just as much as we would embrace the joy and happiness and things that come into our lives, we have to also learn to embrace uh, the sadness. Yeah. Um, the, the, the bad emotions, they keep coming in various forms uh, from various aspects of your life. And um, again, I think for us, what we should personally look out for for ourselves is when they are consuming us. Yeah, when it comes boiling over, basically. Yeah, when they are taking over completely. You have control. When it, when basically, when you lose control, and that's what out of whack was when we lose control. Mm-hmm. And you got to know when you're losing control. Yeah. Because I think just the top, I mean, what I took, you know, what I took away from that first episode and even talking, it just caused me to, to like reflect a lot, yeah. reflect a lot on, on past uh, incidents. And then, of course, we're talking about being self-aware and. Um, you know, I do a lot. I joke a lot and sometimes inappropriately inappropriate moments about things that are not funny. I don't know. Don't judge me. It's how I cope. But um. Yeah, like there have been times where even amongst my family or friends or definitely within my own household that when things are really I've been known to just say I am spiraling. Like I'll call myself out like, oh, this is getting out of control. I am out of control. And then, you know, it's good to have people who care about you and who love you. And um, 
when you're like, uh, that's not Stuart Little. Who is the Chicken Little that kept saying the sky was falling? Yeah, that's Chicken Little, baby. Yeah. So when I'm having my Chicken Little moment where I'm just like, I'm out of control. Like, I am just, you know, I'm acting erratic. Like, when I'm so dramatic, it, you know, I have my friends or family or loved ones to say, girl, it's not that bad. You're not coming off that bad. Right. Um, But it feels that way. It feels that way to me. And, um, and of course that's when I began to take the steps that I feel that I need to, to refocus or recenter. And that's kind of what I wanted this open dialogue or conversation to be about when people share it. Like, like, what is it that you do? And in a sense, this person did share what they do. They're like, look, I just keep on going, I just keep on going, adding stuff to my plate. I don't, I don't have time to, to check, I, I, I you know, to, to stop and, and meditate on it or function. And I, I just relate to that. Cause I do feel like there was a time in my life where I just didn't have that either. It just, I was just constantly on the move, just constantly on the go because I had to, I did not have a moment to pause being a single mother. Like uh, clearly this person is coming yeah. from a different, um, different perspective. But for me, it was, it was sink or swim. Like I got to keep going. We got it. We got it. We got to stay afloat. Yeah. Um, what I want to say about the last part about the mindset thing is that, currently you know um I have I'm also a college student myself and I do have that I feel like that comes with because you know college students are working for their future basically that's how I, I picture it I'm working I'm doing the steps I need to take in order to solidify my future life and I feel like that's why we have that mindset college students or even like high school students anybody in their early 20s I should say have that mindset because it, the early 20s are like the the years you where you really take those steps, do the things you need to do so that when you hit that 28 mark and up, everything is like not smooth sailing, but everything is figured out. Right. Everything is set in stone. So I also have that mindset where I feel like if I just am able to do what I love, everything is going to be OK, which, like you said, it's a fine it's a, it's an okay mindset to have but i also am aware that i don't want to be stuck in this cycle where i'm tr- uh, achieving my goals i achieve my goals that i set for myself and then i when when i realize that those goals that i had that i thought was going to make me happy don't i make more and now i'm just in this constant cycle of work and eventually you're going to experience burnout mm come on come on talk. right yeah. So that's why I say it's important that you take time aside when you know that you're going out of control, when you know that your emotions are controlling your life to really um, to really think about your emotions and get through them, figure out a way to cope with them. Because. Like the cycle, I don't want to be stuck in that cycle mm-hmm. and that cycle can be broken by just simply analyzing, like, what is it that's making me upset? And once you figure out what is the what is making you upset, you can take the steps to fix that, and then you can be satisfied with what you already have. Because, mm-hmm. like I said, I achieved the first set of goals. Why can't I just be satisfied satisfied with that? Uh, and another thing is that you know enjoy the process of achieving those goals. I feel like everybody's just looking towards the end. They never really enjoy the follow through. Yeah. And there's beauty in the follow through. Yeah. You know. In, in the actual journey. In the actual journey. Leading, journey of leading, leading up, up to, to that achievement. Yeah. But people are so focused on the achievement that they forget the process. Yeah. I just like to say, um, 
as we begin to wrap this episode up that again, I guess the thought is like, what do you do? Right. Right. And that could be um, various things. And again, we really invite you guys to listen to that very first episode where autumn, I mean, we just naturally let things flow. And Mm so um, most of the episode was really focused on autumn's journey. Um, And when things began to kind of unravel for her, get out of whack and then how she began to kind of pull the pieces back together. Yeah. Um, and I just wanted to say that although that's her journey, that's her testimony, it could be different from, from others. One thing that I feel like we didn't really touch on is, and one, I feel like we both have taken it at some points, but you did touch on how you sought a therapy yeah from professionals I did. um but we didn't talk about that other side which is also being in contact and communication with medical professionals um and so not just the therapist and stuff but also your primary care doctor yeah which I do the same thing I mean I'm always I'll reach out to my primary care doctor about things like that as well and just trying to make sure that you're getting um input and insight from medical professionals about um, what what are their thoughts? What are their takes? Um, what are what is their medical advice on on what you're struggling with? And that does relate to, you know, your your mental health. Um, so that's always an option. And that's an option that I definitely encourage people to take um, and in conjunction. And then, you know, you could you could decide that with your medical professionals. Yeah. What's the best option, you know, for you? Should there should that be a pathway or a direction that you want to go in? Yeah. Well, y'all, that's the end of the episode. Um, again, we want to say thank you to that brave conversationalist. Um, that is the title you receive when you respond to us. Brave conversationalist. Yeah. Um, wear it with honor. It's a badge. Yeah, absolutely. That was absolutely awesome and brave to share. And hey, if you guys were listening to this follow up episode and you were saying to yourself, they should have said this or what about that? That's what this is all about. Right. We invite you to join this conversation with us to add insight that's what we hope that collectively together we can begin to share insight uh into our own personal situations in hopes that it will help one another in our current situation right so if you would like to do that um join the conversation you can leave us a voice message that we can use in our podcast episodes. All you have to do is click or tap the link in our episode description and Anchor will guide you through the steps on how you can speak your piece. If you don't like the avenue, I understand that's a lot of work, which is why you can also send us your opinions, comments, and your story through our Facebook and Instagram page. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at brave convos that is at b-r-a-v-e-c-o-n-v-o-s at brave convos you can dm us or comment on our posts we'll be posting updates and behind the scenes content on there sometimes in the near future and you can listen to our podcast on multiple platforms such as anchor itself spotify apple podcasts Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, CastBox, Pocket Cast, 
Radio Public, and Stitcher. That's 10 platforms, y'all. No excuses. Damn, that was a lot. Yeah, that was a lot. So you got a lot to uh to to listen to us on. Just search Brave Conversations on any of those platforms and look for the purple cape. All right. Well, that's great. Yep. Thank you. And hopefully you guys will join us next week for episode two. Well, technically three, but I mean not even three, four. Oh, okay. Now she's getting real technical. Um, yeah, I mean, we got to keep it real. Um, bye, y'all. Have a blessed day. We gone. We gone. Mm-hmm.